following show is pre-recorded. Let's go. Break it down. 104.1 KRBE, Houston. Live from the TXU Energy Studio. Welcome to Around H-Town on KRBE. Please welcome to the show from the Gulf Coast Regional Blood Center, Cameron Palmer. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for taking the time to join the show today. So I got to know, how has the pandemic affected what you all do at the blood center? Well, I mean, the pandemic started last March in 2020, and it has definitely been a roller coaster with ups and downs in, uh, you know, our donations and our collections. You know, when the pandemic first came out, there wasn't a lot of information and knowledge about it. You know, the city had to shut down for a prolonged period of time, and that really hindered our collections. We had to shut down our a lot of our mobile uh, collections. And, you know, we need that uh, 800 to 1,000 units of blood every day just to meet the demand in our hospitals. So whenever we close, you know, we're not able to collect those units for people that, you know, are needing these units in the hospital. Yeah. And that leads me to another question, because we just recently had Hurricane Tropical Storm Nicholas and there was a headline that I'd seen one of the hospitals was experiencing a blood shortage. So you've got the pandemic, ups and downs. Have you all been able to recover from the overall effects of the pandemic? And how long does it take for you all to recoup those eight to 10,000 units after a weather event like Nicholas? Well, it does take a little bit of effort. You know, we do reach out to our community, reach out to our partners, because uh, without our community partners, you know, we're we're unable to collect as much as we'd like to. You know, we rely on local businesses, organizations, and even our partners, you know, to host blood drives or to even advocate the need for blood. Uh, so whenever these events happen, such as like a hurricane, you know, it is really important that, you know, our community comes together uh, and to just kind of recuperate those units that were lost. And we did lose about 600 units due to the hurricane. Um, and also we had Hurricane Ida that came through, you know, a couple weeks before that, and Louisiana was actually uh, needing units, um, and we were able to send them several units, including some neonatal units that go to babies. Uh, so we were able to send those out to Louisiana and help. So it's kind of, you know, helping our neighbors, and, you know, hopefully they're able to help us when we need it as well. Okay. I want to go to neonatal units. So neonatal units. how does the neonatal units, when it comes to donating to the blood center, how does that work? Who do you have to be? So whenever we actually take blood uh, from a person, we do several types of testing with it. Everything from blood typing to finding different proteins and antigens on your blood. And there's certain blood types and blood antigens and proteins that are safe for babies because, you know, when Babies are born, they don't have an immune system. So you really can't expose them to uh, some sort of like protein or, uh, you know, let's say you had a history, let's say you had some sort of disease uh, back in the days and, you know, we were unable to give these units of blood to these babies because, you know, they could become up sick, they could die, and we just don't want that. So neonatal units are extremely important, um, you know, for the babies. I'm actually, I donate to neonatal units myself. I'm O negative and CMV negative, which is the cytomegalovirus. Um, so my units specifically go for like little babies and everything, which is really cool. Cytomego. Megalovirus. Uh, so it's just a, most people get it in their lifetime. It's pretty much like a flu. You think you have a common cold, but it's actually the, it's called CMV. Mm -hmm. and it's actually a virus that, you know, infects your body and your body builds up anti antibodies. And if we're infused those antibodies into a newborn baby it is potentially could kill them. So whenever we look for these baby units, 
uh, we actually look for CMV negative and usually O negative since that is the um, universal blood type. So there's a lot of science behind everything um, when it comes to infusing uh, uh, babies, including people as well. That, I mean, that's some fascinating stuff right there. I had no idea. CMV, you have it in your lifetime. It definitely does not go to the neonatal unit when you donate yes. to... Most most people most. have been infected with cytomegalovirus at some point in their life. There is a small percentage of the population that is still CMV negative. But you can still get it throughout your life. Like, I could uh, contract it, like, tomorrow, and that would end up being CMV positive. So I would unable to be able to give to those uh, babies. So. Which is why we need so many people to to donate their blood that way, because we have the more the more donors we have to the Gulf Coast Regional Blood Center, the more likely it is to find CMV negative people. Absolutely. And, you know, all blood types are needed. You know, it's not just um, babies that need blood. Yeah, you know, we need we have, you know, sickle cell wellness, sickle cell awareness month is in September. You know, we have several patients that are in need of, you know, blood that goes for sickle cell patients. Um, there's. You know, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month is also this month. And, you know, we have children that are going through chemotherapy that need platelets. So there's so many different diseases, so many different things that people need blood for. Um, so that's why it's always important to have a diverse supply of blood on the shelf at all hands for those patients in need. Okay, so what kind of blood do sickle cell patients need and what kind of uh, plasma, is it pl red blood cells, do children need when they're going through cancer treatments? So whenever for like a sickle cell patient, we really try to match up their demographics the best they can for the blood unit that goes into them. So it's the closer we can get the demographics of that patient with the unit of blood, the easier it is for it to be infused. Um, so we are so sickle cell happens a lot in our black community. Uh, it's predominantly in the black community and the Hispanic community. Uh, so we do need, you know, more diverse donors in our black and Hispanic uh, community. The end of September is coming. What is September and how can my friends participate? So September is a promotion that we run in the month of uh, September as kind of bringing awareness to Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, there is children every day that are infected uh, or impacted by cancer. And this is just to bring awareness to the so many lives that are uh, affected by cancer. And a boy for us to kind of get the messaging out there, we have some awesome socks that are have the Childhood Cancer Awareness ribbon on them. And it's just a way for us to thank our donors for coming out and donating and helping one of those children in need. What do first-time blood donors need to keep in mind before they go and give the gift of life? Whenever you come and donate, just make sure that you bring your ID, uh, you have a good night's rest, eat before you come to your appointment, and make sure you drink plenty of water. And once you arrive at one of our facilities or one of our mobile locations, uh, one of our phlebotomists will check you in. You'll do a mini screening, like a health screening. Um, and then after that, you'll be asked several eligibility questions. And after that, you're in the seat and just a, a quick poke in the arm with a needle and you're already saving lives. It's a really easy process, and afterwards, you have cookies and snacks, which everybody loves. Don't be scared. It's just a needle going into your arm, taking your blood so that you can help people. I know that the thought of a needle going into your arm probably sounds crazy, but it really actually doesn't hurt. Last time I went, that actually the two times that I've given, I need to give more, but the two times it, that I it get... It doesn't hurt. It's, it doesn't. It's, you know, I'm not... I'm, I don't like watching the needle go in, so I always just look away, honestly. Um, and that's it's easier for me to, you know, kind of, I guess, cope with what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, everybody has their methods. I just don't look at the needle, and it, you barely feel anything. 
And uh, just a typical donation, once you're actually in the chair, a basic whole blood donation only takes about eight to 10 minutes. So it's a really quick process. Giveblood.org. Again, giveblood.org. You can give the gift of life. The Gulf Coast Regional Blood Center is waiting for you. Talking to my pal Cameron Palmer. Thank you so much for coming by the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And hopefully we can connect again. And, you know, thanks everybody at KRBE. And thank to you for just being an incredible partner over the years and helping us, you know, push through this pandemic and, you know, COVID. Hopefully, hopefully next year, you know, <laughs> everything is, turns out all right. Download the KRBE app for free and take all your favorite stars. Hey, hello. All over H-Town. Yeah, what it is. 104.1 KRBE.